Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everybody, my name is Ben with Comic Comedians, and today we are going to be talking about the Bad Batch, episodes 1 through 4. I have Connor Fahey from TikTok on the show today. We are going to be talking about the Bad Batch, our favorite characters, what we want to see from the show, and so much more. But before we get started, what is a Jedi's favorite mode of transportation? A Toyota. All right, let's jump into that title sequence right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians, the only show where we use androids because we have found the droids that we are looking for. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I am here with Con- Connor. How do you say your last name? I actually forgot. Fahey. Connor Fahey. Fahey. I kept calling. I kept saying Faye, so I was like, today I'm here with Connor Fahey, the Star Wars like Star Wars guy on TikTok. So, <laughs> how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing great. Thanks for being here. Uh, We are going to be talking about the Bad Batch episodes one through four. And since episode one was 73 minutes long, this one might be a bit. So but if you guys haven't seen Bad Batch yet, I would obviously recommend watching it. Like, what are you doing? It's amazing. So yeah, go watch it because there's spoilers ahead. So let's talk about the uh let's talk about you who who are you what do you do and how how long you've been in star wars and who's your favorite character on the bad batch yeah so uh obviously my name is connor fahey and that is my handle on tiktok connor c-o-n-n-o-r f-a-h-i-e and i make mostly star wars content with a sprinkle of avatar last airbender content when it starts to get hot um when they start releasing their new content i'll be all over that Um, but background in star wars basically i've loved star wars it's kind of like the classic story i've loved star wars ever since i was a kid i was introduced um at a young age by my parents um specifically i remember i have a little brother he's two years younger than me so we were basically around the same age and we would you know play with the lightsabers we had to like flick them open and we would fight with them uh crap at each other yeah exactly there were some tears um from from injuries but um (laughs) I remember I had a bunch of light like lightsabers figures. Um, I specifically remember loving the 2003 Clone Wars series. I got it on like a like a DVD, and I would just play that over and over and over, along with like the video games like Lego Star Wars, like the OG Battlefront for like yep. the PS2, and uh, the Revenge of the Sith video game was honestly probably my favorite thing. And its uh, alternate ending, I mean, exactly. Yes, the alternate ending where. Anakin actually kills Obi-Wan and then he just throws his lightsaber up in the air and stabs the Emperor. Yes. But um that's basically my background in Star Wars. And I've um I kind of had a little bit of a break when I was in middle school and high school. I wasn't as into it. And then once I hit college, my college roommate um got me back into Star Wars. I was really into Star Wars theory videos, and now I've just it's just taken off ever since all these it, new movies and content. You made a video on TikTok and went viral, and now you're stuck, right? exactly exactly <laughs> been there i love it though yeah exactly uh same goes for me like I, I was introduced at a young age my brother was a huge fan of it my dad was a big fan of it when it first came out you know and uh 
I, you know, I started reading some canon books and some legends books and, and, you know, and now I'm hooked, you know, I watched all the TV shows, I watched all the stuff and now I'm reading, I'm starting to read the old Republic stuff, really getting into it. So yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm a pretty good fan as well. I'm probably not as big as you or Chaco or Ke- uh, that a dude named Kev. I'm, I'm not on your guys' level, but you know what? I'm, st- I'm, I'm there. You All know, fans are fans. Come on. Exactly. Now. Exactly. That, so who's your favorite character on, on this show? Right. So I, I love, Oh, I love all of them specifically. Right. I, you have to love Omega. She is like a golden, like beacon of light yes. in this, in these like grizzled war vets that just brings positivity and like hope for for this group who basically that like at this point, they don't really have a lot going on for them. Right. So I love her and I, I love tech. Tech yes. is my guy. He is sassy and he's a know-it-all and he he makes sure that people knows know that yes. he knows it all. And the only thing I have a gripe with Tech is that he's got to stop like hiding information that he thinks everybody knows. Yes, thank you. I agree with you so much. Like I uh, Tech is one of my favorite characters. He was one of my fa- favorite characters since before the Bad Batch when they were first introduced. He was one of my fa- he was my favorite of the of the group, you know. But Wrecker, I'm starting to I'm starting to like like get a soft spot for i'm starting to like wrecker. dad wrecker yes uh, the, the, this is the dad batch at this point i'm really in, but i am getting older brother vibes from all of them except for hunter hunter's the dad all the way through and through but omega i'm so glad that omega is getting the treatment that she deserves like we all remember the way ahsoka was treated when she first came out i'm glad that that it's not like that for omega or or even Ezra. Ezra even got it too, I believe. Right. Yep. So I'm glad that Omega's getting the the, the respect. Like I know there's a couple of haters out there. There always will be, but th- through and through, I would say 95% of people just love Omega. Is that fair to say? I, oh, I agree. Yeah. She's she's precious. She yeah. Must be protected. I I saw this meme the other day. Um, somebody posted a photo of her as an adult, where they just basically photoshopped a blonde wig onto uh Tamar Morrison and. And one guy had commented on it. It was like, I would hate to be the guy that breaks up with her knowing that her brothers are some of the deadliest guys <laughs> on the planet or in the universe, you know? And I'm just like, dude, would not want to be that guy. No, would- there, she has a whole posse behind her that'll kick the crap out of you. Yes. So let's talk about episode one, the premiere episode that premiered on May the 4th because that was Star Wars day. Obviously you got you to gotta go big with that, Disney and that they delivered so let's talk about kane and jarris there's a lot of things that people have been talking about i i I thought it was cool that they brought freddie prince jr back as kanan but it was just like the deep voice that it just threw me off man well what did you what did you think of caleb doom so i love caleb doom um and kanan specifically because i love rebels and i think I, personally, I have not seen. I, I did not read the the canon comic before. Yeah, I knew it existed. So when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, like this could cause some problems." But I really enjoyed um, seeing him because we don't get to see a lot of them. The only thing was the voice. Like the voice, yeah, took me out of it a little bit. But like, um, like if it were just Freddie Prince Jr. doing like a kid voice, like I'm sure he could like raise his voice up a little bit. All voice actors know how to do that, you right? Know? It takes you out for a second. I, I've spe- me, I got past it, and I really enjoyed seeing how and why he has this PTSD with the clones and Rebels because, I mean, obviously we know Order 66, but specifically um, yes. Kanan's was 
he saw his master die right in front of him. It's it's tragic, and and now right. we know why he has trust issues with them. No, I like the foreshadowing. Mesar Windu pointed it out in a video, it, but I noticed it when I was first watching. Like when they were all when Order sixty six was being like, um, what's the word? When when Emperor Palpatine was telling all the clones about it, he was. Uh, Crosshair was the only one that was like out of a trance. Like he was like in a trance. He was just staring straight forward. Good soldiers follow orders type deal. And everybody else was just like looking around, but he was the only one. But at first I was just like, oh, that's because that's Crosshair. That's Crosshair. That's how he is, you know? But why do you think Crosshair out of all of them was the one that, that had to follow the order? To me, it seems like, I don't know if this is true or not. It's just kind of like speculation, but it seems like he is the least altered out of them. I like, I'm trying to think like you, like you can see there's like very distinct differences with most of them. Um, but it seems like he has, I don't know, like the least, uh, the least amount of like mutations and he seems almost like the most normal. So it would make sense if his chip was him and Hunter, not yeah. as infected and affected. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Between him and Hunter, I think they are the most like le- least like amount, but you know, speaking of like the genetic differences, like I know that they all look different from the other clones, but I, I find it hilarious. Like Tech has a receding hairline and Hunter <laughs> has a full head of hair. And it's just like, you know, like, okay, that's like bullshit. You know, <laughs> you could have gave him a bone, you know, I throw, throw Tech a bone, please. Right. You know, like he looks like Michael Keaton when in his, in his prime. Right. <laughs> like that's what he looks like. And uh, I, I, but of all these characters that I, I just love that echo really fits in. And that's another thing they've been foreshadowing. They always said, how many altered clones are there? They go five. There's one, two, three, four, five right here. But echo is a, is a reg, you know? So who's this fifth clone? And we see Omega. So Omega, how, how do you think they made Omega? Like, so I have been wrestling with this in my head because there's a bunch of different thoughts going on. But at first, when I first finished, when I, when I was watching the first episode and I finished it, I was like, she's force sensitive. There's yeah. a bunch of hints that would lead to force sensitivity. She's, she's got this like clairvoyance. She sees things before they happen. She basically read uh, Crosshair's mind or, or like knew what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing was, when she hit that shot at the end, knocking Crosshair's gun out of his hand. And then we go into the ship and, and Hunter's like, Oh, like that was a good shot. Like, how, how'd you know how to do that? And she's like, I don't know. It was just luck. And in the star Wars universe, there's no a stuff. lot of times. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times luck equals the force. So that was my first thought, but we haven't really seen any more. Like, well, there was that time with the animal when she was figuring out that it was, you know, there was that, I've been on and off about her being force sensitive. I'm like, is she force sensitive? Is she not? And if she is, there's only one person I want her DNA to be tracked back to. And that's Emperor Palpatine himself. And here's why. I mean, look at her hairstyle. Look at the way that she stands prominent. It is almost identical to Palpatine. And I'm just like, please let this be the case. Like, have her be a clone of Palpatine. Who who else, you know, like who else is into cloning? You know, Palpatine. Um, no, I agree. That would be a, that would be a really cool um, aspect. And if she is force sensitive, that's ha- that has to be where they're going. Like Grogu type, um, like early on, like early cloning, trying to get a force sensitive yeah. for Palpatine. Um, so that's that's also, I like I don't know if I want that to happen just because 
it was it's almost like a, another Mando season two, like yes. Mando season one. Force sensitive child is getting hunted down by the Empire, but right, it's 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 on and off for me because do I want to be right because I I thought she was force sensitive or do I want her to just be like a different type of enhanced clone? There's like speculation going around that she has like all of the the bad batches like abilities combined into one there's like there's like people think that she might be a mimic i don't i don't know if i agree with that but there's a bunch of things that are just going around in my head and i'm fighting with them yeah to figure out what she is it it, it, in with dave filoni's track record of creating characters they are all four sets of grogu ahsoka ezra you know most of them are you know like another kid okay yeah for you know and i (laughs) and you know dave fellow you know he's he's a he is good at what he does let's that's the probably the best thing but the day i come for his kneecaps man uh because of all the times he has made me cry exactly i i i but let's talk about episode two episode two do you uh that is the episode where well Actually, speaking of episode one, there's like 73 minutes. We we just skipped over a bunch. There there's whole there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of stuff that we we yeah. Uh, sorry, somebody came in. But uh, where was I? Yeah, episode one. I thought the episode was really cool when Tarkin came in and wanted to do the test trials with the clones, and they were like, "Oh, they're kind of unorthodox, but they get the job done." But and what what do you think of the the fight like when they like hacked a droid, which was actually a prototype for the droids that we saw the Death Troopers that we saw in Mandalorian? Right. No, that was that was super dope because it's in the same place where we saw um, like Echo actually like passes training and that that whole squad pass their training and it was really cool to see them just work together because you know like they like Tarkin says they're the equivalent of a whole army and. Although we don't really see that much of it in the in like the season seven of the Clone Wars, we see it here how innovative yes. and um, just ingenuitive that they are in battle, and we see them in the beginning of the episode when they take down that whole group of droids. But it's really cool to see them in action. And one of the things that I noticed is Crosshair might be the most valuable member of their team in battle because he hits everything, every shot he won't miss. Um, but I'm, I'm going out there and saying that Crosshair is actually the most valuable member of the team, but it was really cool to see them take down those, those, uh, between him and tech, I would say they are probably the most valuable members of the team because tech is smart as hell. But like, if you're like trying to maneuver out of something, tech would be your guy. If you're trying to get out of a situation though, Crosshair would be be your guy. And then you got Echo and Hunter and Wrecker on top of that dude you're, you got a you got a team of power rangers here you got the a team yeah exactly you got the a team and I'm, I'm just super excited to see what what we have coming forward you know and then we we have this brotherly thing that i see with echo and tech like echo is literally just as smart as tech but he's as charismatic as hunter is that right say, you know and, and i i'm really seeing the brotherly bond like i like when they were all on the ship together and they had to uh they had to omega happened to be on the ship as well and they were just like oh well shit <laughs> like, a bunch of bicker- they're all bickering yeah exactly and they don't know what to do and that's why i thought that her staying with the team was much better than her going off with cut now what do you think of cut's return I love Cut. Um, the thing about Cut is that he basically, that basically what what Cut did in the Clone Wars was 
set that show apart from like the actual Revenge of the Sith because we see that like basically in the Revenge of the Sith the clones are like killing machines like they're basically droids we don't see any personality yes. but we see with the Clone Wars and specifically cut that like there's gray air there's a gray area but in this war you know what I mean yep. there's people clones can think for themselves they're they're not droids and I really liked his return. Um, and it makes it makes sense that the Bad Batch would actually know Cut and like visit him because he's basically like really similar to them. Um, yeah. He's unorthodox. Right. Like I knew immediately I when they said that system, something clicked in my head. I, for, I, I totally forgot the name of the system. But like when they when they said the system that they were going to, something clicked in my head. I was like, where have I heard this before? Like, I, I know this is somewhere. I was first, I was thinking Grievous. Like, what was Grievous got to do with this? And then I was like, wait a minute, cut. And and I, I made a video about it almost immediately. And somebody said I was wrong. And I was like, ha, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who's wrong now? And one guy was just like this age to like fine wine. And I was just like, yes, it did. Yes, exactly. My, I, it's always nice when a theory becomes true. That, that it's always fun. That's what I like about theorizing. It feels and good. If it, it does, it, it makes you feel like a king, and it's amazing. So, but when I saw Kai and we saw the kids again, and, and we see these things that Omega, she's literally experiencing the world for the first time, and I, I am, I'm here for it. But in episode three, there was something I noticed between Cut. And I'm not cut between um, uh, Omega and Crosshair. There was kind of a, I don't know if you saw the parallel or not, but she all, she said to Hunter, she was like, did you take my blaster? And she said, yep. Didn't even have to use it, but she got the job done. As for Crosshair, he said, good soldiers follow orders, kill them, do it. Use your blaster. Even though he didn't have to, but he did it anyway. And I, I thought that was a pretty cool parallel that I saw between these characters. Well, what, what did you think of episode three? Episode three, I like the, well, we've seen a lot of these episodes in Star Wars where, you know, the ship breaks down or crashes and you have to fix it. But um, it, it really reminded me of Empire Strikes Back when those creatures are outside of the, yep. uh, the ship. And even with the masks and everything exactly yeah, yeah yeah but i love this episode mostly because it gives us more about omega and um we see her her confidence she all, all of a sudden like she's she's with she's with hunter hunter goes down she takes his gun and and saves the day which shows some heroism for omega but um another great part i love is crosshair specifically there's a scene that i'm thinking of after he completes that mission um, kills all those innocent people and his own trooper he comes back sits down and we see him in the uh the quarters that the rest of the bad batch were in and he has this look where he just seems like sad and like disconnected and he knows something's off but i feel so bad for him because he can't he can't break that cycle you know what yeah, I mean? exactly because that chip in his head that they keep resetting speaking of which when do you think these chips are going to be like disconnected because at some point we're going to have to see i want to see commander cody realize that he because he thinks that he killed obi-wan i want to see commander cody get his chip turned off and see like like oh my god i killed my best friend you know like when do you think that'll happen i so i think this is just a theory but based on everything that we've seen so far with like the Kaminoans and I, I'm pretty sure the Kaminoans can like, they might be able to turn off the chip. Like they have control over what happens in those chips. And I think eventually we're going to lead up to like a clone rebellion 
with with the empire so i think what's going to happen is something like the empire is going to be like we don't need clones anymore and then nala say and and all those kaminoans are going to be like okay well we're going to fight you so then the kaminoans turn off the the um the chips and or or maybe not turn them off completely but just like make them not loyal to the empire anymore right and and there's this big battle because we see like we see all these clones right now right after uh right after revenge of the sith and there's no clones really in the future so i think something has to happen to them exactly they can't just just disappear uh but yeah no i agree with you i would love to i I would love to see the the kaminoans just just turn off the chips and then literally like all the clones are just like wait what's going on right did you make me do then we got to see this ptsd some of them go into hiding you know and that's what i think rex is kind of doing right now you know these uh because if you noticed in episode two cut was like rex was here yesterday you know why would rex just randomly go to see cut to see if his chip is still active. Like I, I I should rewatch the episode to see if there's a scar on his head or not, but that would be cool if Rex and that, that would explain how he found Wolf and Gregor for rebels. You know, he's out there looking for other clones, his brothers, that's what he's doing, you know? And I can't wait for him to show up because he, he is going to show up at some point, you know, and I want to see how Omega says his name, you know, is it going to be Rick's? Ricks, Ricks, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's going to be so cute. I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, right. I, I'm so excited for what's to come. What, what, what do you want to see from this show though? Or what do you I, think happen? So what I want to see, like, I kind of want to see, I want to see Rex go on like a crusade where he goes and tries to find, or at least he tells us that he's going on like a mission to go and try to f- get all of his brothers out and like, tell them that there's a chip in their brain um one thing that i would hate to see but also love to see is like a cody versus rex fight like they have to like square off and rex is trying to save cody and cody's still under the influence of his chip and he's like you're a traitor and they have to fight and then eventually because because cody i don't think cody i don't think cody will turn like i don't think he'll go back we might even uh, see him in the Kenobi show if we think about it. He might I would be... love to see that. I would I want to see a redemption arc for Cody because I I I cuz they, they built up so much character for him and then they I remember what in season 7 of Clone Wars when Wrecker literally lifted a spaceship to save the guy. I was just right. like, "No, leave him there." I know <laughs> I know, I know what he does. Like that's like that was my mindset throughout the entire Clone Wars. Like I can't like him. I know what he does. I know what he does, Ben. He's a murderer or he's an attempted murderer. Exactly. You know, but I would love to see that in the Kenobi show for Cody to make like a redemption arc and see, see Kenobi to, you know, apologize. Like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I tried to kill you, man. Like, right. Camp in my brain. You know how it is, man. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. You know, just the normal stuff, but you know, that's actually how I think Rex is going to die at some point, like in the Ahsoka show or something. I want to see a Rex versus Boba Fett fight. Ooh. that's how i feel rex is gonna go out I, I and you know you hear the clone theme song going off you know um, that would that would be dope it would be that but a clone versus a clone fight though they're, they're, you can't go wrong with that right in my head rex dies peacefully after the battle of endor but 
Dave Filoni might do something to my heart. Oh, no, no, not man. He, he needs to have an on-screen death, man. Right. He needs a live-action death, I mean. He can't just die off-screen. No, he, he, we've built up so much. We've loved this guy since 2008. Literally, he was introduced with Ahsoka. Literally, I believe at the same time as Ahsoka Tano, right? If I'm, I think if so, I'm yeah. not mistaken. And he makes a prominent role. He shows up just as much as she does in Rebels. You know, like this man, he's basically part of Star Wars at this point. If Bo Katan can make a live action appearance, I'm sure Rex will at some point as well. I agree. I know this, they're like the right age too now. Tamora Morrison's the right age to. Yeah, exactly. Tamora Morrison can play any clone at this point. Like he's playing Boba Fett now. Right. Like Boba Fett is now grown up. And I'm, I'm super excited to see where they go with that with the book of Boba Fett. And speaking of the book of Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, we met her in the newest episode. How did you feel when you saw her? I I really liked her in this in this past episode. Um, one of the things that I was scared of while watching the episode was that they were gonna make her like a villain. Yeah, and they they made her they made her perfect for like just being a bounty hunter. And yes. um, at the end there where we see like she like confronts the the person who was who called her when they dropped off the ship. I thought they were going to make her kill her. And I was like, that's not Fennec Shan. Like we see like she can do good because of Mando. She protects Grogu and stuff. But um, I'm glad that she she did not kill that person. Um, But one of the things I'm curious about is like, who is hiring Fennec Shan? Do you have any thoughts about like, who's actually hiring Fennec Shan? Well, it's obviously somebody who wants Omega. So I'm thinking if she is a force user and she is a clone of Palpatine, he finds out that she's not there. He's probably going to want her back. Who else? If he can orchestrate an entire war, I think he can orchestrate a simple bounty hunter ch- chasing, finding her way in the galaxy. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Here's a, another way that I'm looking at it is I think maybe the Kaminoans hired her to try really? to get her back because what we see at the end of, I think it was episode three, there, there or maybe episode two or episode three, the Kaminoans are like, we are running out of Jango Fett DNA. Yes. It's running thin. And she says they only need one, right? Like um, they're talking about, I think they're talking about the Bad Batch. And she, they're like, we only need one of them. And I think they might be trying to get Omega back. And if she's an amalgamation of all of them, you know, it would make sense that you want an entire army in one soldier. Exactly. And I'm wondering if this connects to Boba Fett because... Boba Fett's tight with the Kaminoans. Um, yes. Boba Fett's tight with Fennec Shan, we see from Mando. Um, I'm thinking maybe the Kaminoans maybe talk to Boba and are, and are like, can you get this person back? And then he sends Fennec to get her. How old do you think Boba is at this point? I think like, he's a, like, he's on, a teenager, age, I think. On, not like, like, yeah. Yeah, he ages normally. My bad. My, yeah, so he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's about 17, 18 at this point. He's, pro- he's around that because I remember um, they have those like unanimated like not fully animated scenes of yeah. like the clone wars that once with like cad and with cad bane and he's like a teenager there so he might be like 16 17 18 years I old would love to and, see a teenage boba fett and we see in star wars that these youngsters can handle themselves you know what i mean oh yeah At like uh what what is it like it what was it part of echo's team when we first met when boba tried to kill mace windu i don't know if you remember that <laughs> he almost does it yeah yeah and, and uh yeah, like was it Echo? Was Echo one of those one of those guys? Or I don't remember. One of the kids. 
I do remember we do get to see them as adults in in clone armor, and I remember they're actually like like because I remember I heard their name. I was like, oh wait a minute, because I was rewatching it. I was like, right. oh okay, but I, I I'm I'm so excited. Now let's talk about the Bad Batch themselves. Yeah, we already talked about really tech and crosshair, but let's talk about Hunter for a minute. We we get to see like a real like father, like he has to figure out how, what it's like to be a civilian and raise a child at the same time, you know. And and as a person that comes from a mil, well, I'm, I was never in the military, but you know, my dad was in the military for thirty years. I grew up military. There's actually schools now uh, that the army has where they actually teach soldiers how to be civilians. Uh, I don't really? know if you, that yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah, and because you know, like sometimes you know, after this, after that, you know, we're in Afghanistan, we're getting blown up, you know, and stuff like that. So you know, they kind of have to learn how to get back to normal life. And right. you know, do you think that they might have that for clones that don't want to be clones anymore if they do end up turning off the chips? I personally, I probably, I think they probably wouldn't. I think the Empire would be like, <laughs> screw these yeah. guys. Like, I'm going home. <laughs> you guys are all garbage. Like we don't need you anymore. Maybe the clones would like, maybe, maybe clones would start their own community. Oh, that'd be what I mean. Like a safe haven for clones. Exactly. That would be something. They'll all go to Mandalore. That's where they all go. Hey, we, we do not see that in the original trilogy. So you know what? They all go to Mandalore. They all, they're all, they're technically Mandalorians, right? Yeah. So yeah, technically technically they, they look like one, (laughs) exactly. Uh, not one that's very fond there, but still there. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but back on Hunter, I was, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought when I asked that question, but, uh, Hunter, I, I love seeing him. It's like adapt to normal life because he's still like a soldier at heart. Like that's what he was bred to do. Like literally that's what they were all bred to do, but they're, they're figuring it out. Like, you know, we, we, there's no longer a war. However, at the same time, we're we're running from soldiers. Right. And that cuts back to, well, cut. You know what I mean? That already goes back to cut where he has, he was a clone. He was bred for all this war and he, fi- he found his own life. Yes. And that's, I, that's a big theme in this show. Like cut, you know, he, he defected and the whole theme is like, you know, like control, like, like, Oh, where was it? I had it written down. Um, basically, like, hold on, you might have to cut this out. Ah, uh, no worries. Where is it? Oh, like, service versus freedom, and like conformity versus creativity. That whole yep. that whole idea of like you choose what you do. This is yep. what's going on with the Bad Batch. Every single member right now. Right now i i agree and hunter is i just can't wait to see what they do with this character all i know is that the i don't know if you've seen this article or not the animators have said that they've all cried together animating the yeah right so i'm just like what the hell are you gonna do man like i'm i'm scared like what's gonna happen to this guy that's what i'm that's what i'm worried about because i'm starting to become fun i like i wasn't a big fan of echo during clone wars but now during this i'm just like dude echo is like a man why didn't i like him back though you right know? you know so speaking of echo uh what do you what do you think do you, is he different or like i don't really rem- remember much from echo from the clone wars so is he do you feel like he's changed a lot do you think like he's kind of the same what, well what do you- so the reason, so back to like the Clone Wars, like Echo's character development is actually like awesome with the Bad Batch because they called him Echo because he would always repeat orders and 
like echo the orders that came into their to their helmets and um like only follow orders like the whole episode where they're training to like make it as clones he's like we have to follow orders we have to follow orders we have to follow orders and then we see throughout the clone wars and we see in clone wars season seven that now he's basically on the team that doesn't follow any orders you know what i mean they're totally against orders so he's come a long way since his since his beginning uh of his training which is great i love to see that all right yeah i was always wondering why they called him echo like i said dude i remember a bunch of echo that's why i'm re-watching clone wars right now to, right to like like get in with it you know plo coon and oh my gosh dude like i said when i come for dave filoni's kneecaps man but like uh i like it'll be from it'll be out of love and spite at the same time. But uh, right. uh, I, I'm just so I, I kind of like like how he's kind of he's super smart, but he's also like really chill at the same time. Like I feel like like if they put on music on the ship, he would be dancing like this, and right. Tech would like look over at him and be like, "What are you doing?" And then he would stop, but then just like tap his foot, <laughs> you know, like get back right. in the groove. And it's amazing, just- <laughs> it's amazing how chill he actually is considering everything that he's gone through. Right. And like we see in the first episode of the Bad Batch, like he's hooked up to all those machines and he has like PTSD from that. Yeah. And I remember your TikTok on that. If you want to go ahead and dive into that for. Right. So, I mean, basically, um, if if you guys remember, Echo was like dead in in when they went to rescue the Jedi from the Citadel. And he's um, gets basically captured by the Separatists and basically becomes like a droid. He's a cyborg. And they hooked up his brain to like the system that predicted the the movements of the Republic's army because he's using like his own knowledge and they used it to predict the the movements and the tactics that they used. And then Rex goes in season seven and Anakin and the Bad Batch they find Echo and hook take, they basically like take him out of this machine where he's all hooked up on. And then um, when we see in the Bad Batch he gets knocked out in that food fight, which was great. I love that scene. Um, and then he, he wakes up on the table and this, the droids doing machine like scans and machines. And he, he gets super scared. He's like, get him off, get him off. And it just shows that he has like PTSD from all that he's been through, which is something a lot of people can relate to. Right. Yeah. And like, like I remember when you were telling us, I was like, cause I remember him from Clone Wars season seven. That's, that's, that's the echo I know. So, right. Uh, I think my brain went dead through season four and five and six. Like, <laughs> like honestly, if I'm going to be honest, it's all good. You know, I, so, I have to look stuff up again too. So, yeah. So like, like Echo was not a character that I, I really like Gregor was one that I remembered. Like I was like, I, cause I, I love the commandos. I grew up playing the commandos video game. I actually just right. got it on my switch to replay it again. Oh, but, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I'm like super, super excited about Commandos when I saw his blue visor and I was like, oh, but Echo, he was just like, oh, it's just a soldier that happened to die. Like, that sucks. I'm sorry. You know, and, but everybody always tells me that he was his favorite. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, I, I don't get it. But, you know, now I do. And now that I see it, I'm just like, yo, know, I, I love like how they mentioned, like Tech said that he's more machine than he is man, or at least physically like and that was a nod to darth vader uh that they even said that on imdb they said dave filoni even like like said that he was like yes that was a nod to darth vader and how how being more machine than man can't is not the reason it was really your brain that or your heart soul whatever 
whatever crystal you exactly yeah that uh <laughs> that that could turn you to the dark side now let's talk about our boy wrecker here i love what they did with this character no brains all bronze i i love it you know it it it's amazing. As somebody who is on the spectrum, I I relate to this character more than you would think. You know, and, and I'm just like, wait, when he's talking about when he misses crosshair, they go, but he shot you, and he goes, yeah, that hurt. <laughs> like, like, but still miss him. You know, like, that's, right? You know, I love and Rex. He's basically like the uncle to Omega. Like, 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 like I I say the dad batch a lot, but he he's he's Uncle Wrecker. He's a fun uncle. Yeah, he, he really is. Like, he's the uncle that will throw you up in the air as high as you can, and then your mom will get scared. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> right? you know what I mean? The one that's he's like, the one who will give you extra candy. Yes, yes, that he's that uncle. And I, I, I'm here for it. That Wrecker, I, at first, like, he, he's a big boy. You know, he, can, he is a tough, tough as nails guy, you know? And the fact that people are, like, freaking out, like, I was like, when he hit his head and then he was holding it where his chip was at. And I was just like, everybody was like, Oh, he must just hit his head hard. I'm like, no, that's his chip, man. This dude can right. lift a spaceship with his bare hands. That, that was, there's no way a little bonk on the head is going to hurt him. You know, even when he got shot by crosshair and he said that hurt, that was like, what, two minutes, two minutes. Exactly. Cost. You know, like that man is a machine. Man's a walking like, like gorilla warfare. I think that's really what they were going for. They said the word guerrilla warfare in the pitch room. And then they were like, yes, that wrecker. Yep. So what, what do you think of wrecker? I, I like wrecker a lot. I like you said, all the things you said, he's like the fun uncle. He's he, I love when he gets soft, when he says he misses crosshair and then he builds Omega her own room. Yes. That, that is uh, so touching. And I, I love that so much. And he gave, and he gave her, um, his stuffed animal, Nala, I think it was. Yeah, that was so touching. I was just like, wow. But the the reason I'm hesitant is because I think Dave Filoni is setting us up to just be totally heartbroken with Wrecker. I think he's gonna be the sad death. I'm telling I, you. Oh yeah, he's the one that's gonna get the tears flowing. I think that something's gonna happen with his chip, and he's gonna like at the end. I think he might fight it, sacrifice himself. I, I, something bad is going to happen to Wrecker. I think something bad might happen to all of them, but Oh dude. Yeah. It's going to be so sad, but I I love Wrecker. Yeah. And Omega is going to be all by herself. Like I want to see more of Omega. Like hopefully she shows up maybe in the book of Boba Fett or something. That would be tight. Like that would be very exciting. Now I'm thinking about it. Maybe Rex like takes Omega. Oh, and we see her in the Ahsoka show or something. Something like that. Like maybe like, well, I, I have no idea how what's going to happen to them at the end, but like maybe Rex, like maybe Omega, maybe Rex isn't there and then Omega survives and she tries to find Rex and we see them meet up at the end and he kind of like takes care of her for a little bit. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want her to go off with Rex because like they never mentioned her in Rebels. You know, and that, you know, oh, an enhanced clone that- Right, that's <laughs> that, rare. That, you know, that they just never mention again. You know, that's why I feel like if we saw her maybe in Mandalorian or in Bad Batch, not Bad Batch, well, of course we're saying her in Bad Batch, but uh, <laughs> in uh, Book of Boba Fett, that would be fun because uh, like a girl clone versus a, a guy clone that probably don't even know each other at this point, you know? That would be cool. That would be very interesting. And I'm wondering- Finnick Shan, uh, and Finnick Shan's there too. You got to remember right. that. That's She'll also be like, true. no fucking way, you know? <laughs> I'm wondering if she still has that like age- like rapid aging 
I'm not sure. That's what I've been asking around. I've been like, do you think she still has the rapid aging? I want her not to. I want her to be like Boba because if you're right and the Kaminoans like recreated her, they're obviously just in case Django feds like like her DNA deteriorates, they could just like, hey, Omega, get your ass over here. We got to take a shot. Yeah, oh, no, right. not a shot. You know? and, <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And if like she's supposed to be like the new, like, Basically, for Palpatine, Palpatine wouldn't want someone who like is t- aging twice as fast. Yes, and in, it could talk about, and they're talking about Ray coming into the Mandalorian. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know how you how how that would fit or not. She's like seven at that right. point, so I I don't know. But that could talk about how because in isn't the mom of Ray's mom? Isn't she so, a blonde? I, I don't think she's. I don't think. I'm I know that. Sure. I know that's Palpatine. The 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 dad is Palpatine's uh, right. clone. I know that for sure. But like, if, if like they did like an Omega, uh, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, that'd be weird. But uh, ew, now oh, like if Omega it, was uh, Ray's mom, is that what you're yeah, yeah? That's what I'm. That's what I'm going. <laughs> now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, oh no, that's not good. If no, no, never mind. I take that back. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm not cutting it out because I said it, but you know well, what? I you, might cut it out. I'm not sure. <laughs> you, you rebuke it. You rebuke it. Yes, I, I am taking everything back. Let's talk about Lana Sue and Nala Say. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you think they are kind of getting a redemption arc in this show? Because they were bad. They were bad people during the Clone Wars and during the uh, because you know because they were working with Palpatine. If you're right. working with Palpatine, you're evil. That's that's the rules, you know. And now they're kind of going against him with Tarkin and um, this this new diet Tarkin that happens to be with them. And right, <laughs> you know. So uh, what 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 do you th- do? You think it's like a redemption arc for them? I don't know if it's like a full redemption arc. I I kind of am of the mind of like they are just kind of doing things that'll protect their pockets instead of like for the good of whoever. Like, I think they might see Omega. I mean, maybe, maybe they, they like, um, I forget which one is, which Nala say, I think is the one that was walking around with Omega. Yeah. She's the girl, I believe she, she might have a soft, a soft spot for Omega, but like the Kaminoans, like as a whole, I think they might just see her as like an asset that they can use and pawn right. and, and do stuff with. So I don't know if it's a full redemption arc. They're definitely going to be fighting. I think they're, well, I, they're definitely plotting something against the empire. Yes. I'm almost hundred percent sure that that's, that's happening, but I'm not so sure it's for the, the, uh, the good reasons other right. than just the financial, because they they don't want Tarkin to stop using them. You know what I mean? Right. They, just, they want speaking of Tarkin, you know, instead of that guy that, that they have, I, I totally forgot the guy's name, but, uh, I don't know. You remember Rise of Skywalker? Uh, the the one that uh, he was basically he was basically Tarkin in Rise of Skywalker. He was the, the guy who uh, killed General Hux. Pride. Yeah. I think his name is Pride. Yes, maybe. that is who he is. Pride. Why the hell didn't they just use him instead of create a new character? That would make a lot more sense. I want to see him side by side with Tarkin. That would have been cool because um, he said that he has been working for the Emperor since the beginning of the right. What? Where are we at right now? The beginning of the the empire, dude. Like exactly. even during the Clone Wars, he said he, he was there during the Clone Wars. I'm like, where the hell were you this whole time? And then we're just not gonna mention him. I would, uh, yeah, I, I that actually makes a lot more sense. I you know, I wish that. it could like the the guy who's like talking about getting human soldiers instead of clones. That dude, that that could have been pride. He's the Chenko like, guy. Yes, that guy. 
not chain codes. Oh my gosh. I am so surprised on how fast the empire just moved in. Like literally all right. the symbols are being changed. Everything's being changed. Like how, it's like, it's almost like this was planned. Ooh. Right. But, exactly. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's crazy how fast they did it. It says like chain codes. We're going to everybody, we got new credits everywhere on every planet. I'm like, you know, a lot of people are seeing it as like, Oh, they're, they're doing good, you know, but at the same time, it's like, we're, Exactly. And it's amazing how like fast things can turn around. Cause if you're like a normal citizen in the star Wars galaxy and the war ended and now this like awesome empire is like letting you transfer your credits one-to-one for, for Imperial credits and they're going to protect you. And even the soldier in, I think it was, might've been episode two or episode, episode three. I forget which one where he's like, the empire like fed me they gave me shelter and like they gave me a purpose like that's more than than that was the one the who public got ever did yeah exactly i got killed by crosshair and you see like <laughs> these little like bits and pieces of why people would actually join the empire you know what i mean it's like a safe comfy job well it's not safe but like you know what i mean it's like it's like, like I mean, you get, you get money Sa- and that's why sabine joined doesn't it exactly yeah it's it's like you see these like in in the original trilogy you look at it like oh these are like how could anybody like be part of these like just like killers and like this terrible empire but when you see it in in other forms of media like the shows and the books and stuff there's like a gray area where like you can easily fall into the trap of being a like a good person and then just being part of the empire and yeah you know health but they got they got dental man you know exactly (laughs) you need dental in the star wars universe and exactly dude yeah yeah exactly they they give you dental you know you got a retirement plan if you don't get shot you know (laughs) you know you get shot damn i was two days from retirement you know exactly Uh, but you know and they make deals like like it's weird that you see bounty hunters at the at, at during the time of the empire when you could just join the military of of the empire you know and and they even have like a cool theme song like as we see in 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 solo they even like made like an orca yeah exactly (laughs) oh my gosh they actually turned it into a theme song come join the empire do do good yeah and i'm just like oh geez uh yeah there's so much about this you know so we we see so much about it and i i'm just so excited to see what we have in store now tarkin I'm so glad that we could, you know, you can't have too much Tarkin. There, there is no such thing as too much Tarkin. I'm just glad to see that they are, they're giving him more like why he is the way he is, you know, and and why he was against clones and why there wasn't any clones in the original trilogy. This is roughly 17 years before the original trilogy. So where where do you think Tarkin's going to go with this? Like obviously we know that he's not going to pick clones. That that's right. obvious. But what about like people like Saw Gerrera? Where do you think he's going to go with this? I think. Well, I find it interesting that he sent the Bad Batch off to kill Saw Gerrera, just because I think he's trying to squash any semblance of any re- like rebel activity, rebellion. He's he just lies through his teeth and just gets his troopers to do his bidding. I think that he's just. Well, he's just a scumbag, but um, he's doing it for the emperor and he's doing it just to kind of make his own place in the emperor and for himself to like get higher up in the ranks. Right. Yeah, I agree. 
and I, I'm just my guy. I hate Tarkin, but I love him at the same time. You know, <laughs> right, he's, it's like I, I want to see like a baby Thrawn. That would be adorable. You know, yeah. I want to see like a young Thrawn walk up to Tarkin and like, cause th- that would be something worth watching. I would love to see Tarkin and Thrawn me or uh, uh, general pride and Tarkin me. Like, I'm, you know, like these are like, these are people that would break the internet if they were to. Right. And I would love to just, and I know Dave Filoni would love to see it as well because, you know, he's just as big as a Star Wars nerd as we are. Exactly. He's just a kid playing in a sandbox with all these toys. That's exactly what he is. He is literally sitting in a sandbox and he's like, psh, 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 psh. like not, <laughs> yeah, with his black labels. He's, he's the kid that opens that shit up. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm just, I'm excited to see. Yeah, but uh, before, before we uh, talk about what we, about the future of this show, well, um, where, where, how do you feel about Tamora Morrison playing these guys, the Bad Batch? Like, like I could obviously Echo and Hunter, that would make sense. But what about the rest of them? Like, people are like, oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson could be like Wrecker or something. I'm just like, yeah, it, it makes sense to be Wrecker's not that big though. Right. But, like, but people are like, oh no, it has to be Tamora Morrison. I'm like, these guys are obviously not based off of Tamora Morrison. Like, I could see Michael Keaton playing Tech. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Right. You know. So what? What? How do you feel about that? I would love to see a live action Bad Batch. Um, just like you said, they don't. It doesn't have to be all tomorrow morrison like tomorrow morrison definitely can can be echo like you said but i would love to see kind of like an older bad batch you know what i mean like god willing they survive you know what i mean like i hope they survive but if they if they go into the future and we see them age more i think it would be an awesome thing to see them in in live action almost and not not even their own show but just like them show up somewhere maybe at like an old bar you see them all drinking around (laughs) talking war stories exactly like at a vfw (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> playing pool or something <laughs> you know i you know and um i i know for a fact that there is i don't know which clone it is but i know there is a clone in the rise of skywalker i don't know i know for a I, fact at least one yeah i don't i i've heard that too i don't know a lot about that but um they're definitely like who's like frozen somewhere or something yep. like that yes that's what yes that's exactly i would love to see a clone just i want to see him grow to an old i want to see a clone grow to an old age like not rebels. No, I want right. to see like I, I want to see a clone actually grow in old age, lay in a death med, and die. Like I want to see one of them live a full life. Right. Like, let's see what that looks like. I've never. Let's see what been... cut. Let's see what cut does at the end. Like, yes. You know I mean? Yes. I I love a reality show just like following cut. You know, just yes. doing his thing. Yes, we should. I should have pitched that on Chaco's Chaco. <laughs> He had me on for like a like a Star Wars pitch meeting. That's what he had me on. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we we were we we came up with the Bachelor, but with Lando Calrissian. That would that would be that would be a fun yeah. watch. Uh, yeah, that would be hilarious. And there there's so much. So for the future of this show, we kind of already talked about it. What we'd want to see. What do you think is going to happen though? I think we're like leaning towards uh like at the end this big battle on Camino, and a lot of the clones die. Um, something happens. And most of the, I think most of the bad batches is, is, if not all of them, except for Omega, but I think they all might be gone. They might, they might die in this, in this battle or, or they might like their chips all might activate. You know what I mean? Like, I would hate to see that if, if they slowly, like we see th- slowly throughout Why these episodes. Why the fuck would you say that, man? Right. <laughs> Why would you say that? I'm so sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> It's just like we 
don't know a lot about the chips. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Yeah. And any, at any time something could happen, the record bumps his head again and boom, it, it <laughs> activates. You know what I mean? Wrecker is the one I'm so scared about because if there's anything I wanted to happen, I was a little upset that they did execute order 66 because they even mentioned, they said there's a chance that they could have. And I was just like, dude, imagine wreck. I would hate to be the Jedi. Oh, that dude. was a sign to, because I was like, I want to see wrecker rip a guy in half, you know? Yeah, like exactly. King Shark from the new suicide squad movie. Yep. Like, you know, just rip a guy in half. Like that would have been cool to watch, but obviously kids show can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, but is, is there anything that you wanted to see from, from the show that like from order 66 or for what happened afterwards of order 66 that you didn't actually get to see? Um, There's not a lot because I, I love that they kind of intertwine stuff from revenge of the Sith. Like we see Palpatine's speech mm-hmm. um, and, and, one of the things that I do want to see is like you said, like we said earlier before, like what happens when the chips turn off to someone who actually, actually executed order 66. Yeah. Cause we saw it a little bit with Rex, but you know, he didn't kill Ahsoka, but yeah. like, like you said, like Cody or any, like, like Gregor, any of these clones that actually executed order 66, like what's going on in their mind after they wake up from a surgery with their chip. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Gregor did. I don't think Gregor did. If I because he was a uh, what was he trapped? He was trapped on that planet with the where the droids found him. That's where they they, they were assumed that he dead he died. Oh yeah, actually yeah, you're right. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, I don't think uh, the wolf is the one that I'm worried about. Like, wolf, yep. Because the, he says that he didn't commit or execute Order sixty six, but I'm like, uh, that's bullshit. I, that I'm calling bullshit. Right. I feel like you're just trying to fit in, Wolf, like you always are. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like you have blood on your hands, um, but I do believe that you got your chip cut out. So I, I'm so excited to see what, what they have in store for us. I can't wait. Now, is, is there anything you want to add before we, before we close out? Um, just I'm excited to see where this goes. I know it's a little bit slower than most people would um we're hoping but i'd say power power through it they're yeah. fun episodes you know what i mean it's not like they're bad episodes it's just a lot of people want more it's clone wars different characters exactly so i'd just say keep going and uh enjoy the show and enjoy the bad batch while they're here because who knows what's gonna happen to them yeah exactly that that i'm so scared and dave i know dave he he likes to make me cry yep for hours on end Exactly. I still will not get over fives. I still cry myself to sleep for fives. Fives. I I cry for Kanan every really? day. Really? Oh yeah. I oh damn it. Well, damn it. When he he got to see Harrow one last time. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn Rip it. Ripping at my heartstrings. Yep. All right, Connor. Where where can we follow you on the Instagram or on the TikToks, YouTube, wherever we can find you? Yeah. So I'm most active on TikTok, which is just my name, Connor Fahey, F A H I E. And on Instagram, I, I repost all my TikToks and, and do a bunch of stories and stuff. And that's my name, but there's an underscore in between it. So Connor underscore Fahey. Um, I'm hoping to get more into YouTube now that I have uh, like a better camera and stuff. But yeah. yeah, that's where you can that's where you can find me. And we don't have to buy our views there. Super excited. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not excited about that. But yeah, if you guys like this podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast. You guys can also follow me at Shuby Dubert on on tiktok where i post a bunch of stupid videos and on youtube at comic comedians uh which will most likely just turn into shooby duper at this point uh so 
So look forward to that, guys. Thank you for coming in, Connor. Thank you for coming on, dude. I appreciate it. I'm sorry it was so last minute that I had to ask you. Uh, so no problems. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. All right.